Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 59. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you following along my podcast. Here you will find everything about dating, relationships, intimacy, mental health, lifestyle, and just having real vulnerable conversations without judgment or filters. Because let's be honest here, this world is filled with filtering and I am just not about that. I just want to share whatever is on my mind and it's so much fun to be able to do that with special guests. So I do want you guys to go on Facebook and search My Naked Mindsetters. I also have it in the show notes and I would love for you to join my VIP group and in there you will get content, you will get, you know, fun conversations, fun topics to chat about, advice maybe that you need, and also funny memes because I love ridiculous memes. So I would love for you to join. Um, And then, of course, I have been actually getting more and more into TikTok, so I would also love for you to connect with me on there. And that is, uh, my handle is My Naked Mindset. And of course, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. So let's connect and please let me know if you want to, you know, be on the podcast or if you have a guest that you think would be great for this podcast, as well as letting me know what you want to hear. Do you want to hear some juicy intimacy topics or do you want to learn X, Y, and Z more about it? So let's connect. So today I actually have two very exciting special guest that I am so excited and so fired up to hear this conversation. It's so powerful. It's so relatable. They give such amazing advice. I can't say enough enough great things about them. Um, they are just so knowledgeable in this space, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So without further ado, here they are. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. I have two very special guests today. They are coaches and they actually help people on how to have deep, authentic friendships. They are actually from Copenhagen all the way across the world from where I am right now. And they also are a married couple. And I'm so excited to chat with them all about friendships. So everyone, please welcome to the show, Simon and Helene. Hey, we're so happy to be here. So excited. I know. I cannot wait to get into this topic. And I think it is such a fun topic to chat about because Mm. I feel like when you're in, you know, grade school, it's so easy to meet friends because they're just like right in front of you. You see them every day. But as we grow older, I think it can be a little difficult to meet new friends and kind of just understand like how to get those connections and have good relationships with them. Mm -hmm. So I am very excited to deep dive into this topic today with you guys. So let's start out by sharing how you guys met. I would love to know. Well, I was, I, I was a daily leader in a small company and recently taken it over. I had my first like job interview where I was the host. 
Uh I was 29 year old suit kind of girl and in came this 24 year old skater boy (laughs) 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 and that's how we met wow so I ended up actually hiring him and and just to be fair right at this moment she realized she'd never seen anyone so gorgeous never experienced such a radiant (laughs) chemistry no no that's my story and i'll stick to that story that's great he did not look like what i thought i was going for but interesting (laughs) but when we did start dating i told him that if anyone was going to quit their job it would be him because I, it was my full-time job and he was just studying and having his part-time job on the side. So, so illegal. So illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Wow. And how long have you guys been together? 12 and a half years. We've been so, married 12 and a half years. Yeah. Oh, dating for 14. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. I love that story. That's great. And yeah. so you guys both grew up in Copenhagen? I grew up in Copenhagen. Yeah, I'm from the other side of the country, but in he's Den- like farmer boy. Oh, farmer boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my opinion, anyway. In Danish standards, the, the country is quite small, okay. uh, and it doesn't say yeah. a lot. But I think I grew up in like the ninth biggest city, which says nothing because that's just fifty thousand people. So yeah. Denmark <laughs> is just this small fairy tale country. We have uh, six million people in the whole of the country, right? So, oh. so we're so much smaller than New York and we're just a country. So so uh, I grew up about two hours away from Copenhagen and the furthest you can get away from Copenhagen is five hours. So, so Denmark <laughs> is just quite small, right? Um, wow. But yeah, so I didn't grow up in Copenhagen. I moved here to, uh, to get an education, just wanted to check in four years, get my educations, go back. And after four weeks, I realized, yeah, I'm never gonna go away from Copenhagen again. And about and a couple then, of years later, I met the girl and I knew, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and she's not going away from Copenhagen either <laughs> at all. That's awesome. Very, yeah. very cool. And that's a cool story. <laughs> um, so tell me about like your work and mm-hmm. kind of how you guys got into coaching. Right. Well, I've, uh, we both coached and mentored people for the last 15 years, mm. uh, both in church, outside of church. I've done human resources for 10 years. Mm. Uh, human resource development mm. and what we just continue to see was that this topic of friendships just kept coming up mm. and that we don't have a language for what how we form friendships right this is this is myth like you say when we're younger we just make friends when we're around people right which means that we never really dig into how we actually do it, what are the skills it takes. So when we're not naturally around people, when we move, when we become busier, when we get divorced, mm. when, when just life happens or we lose our friends, we don't actually know how to do it. Right. And it's, so, it's such a shameful thing as well because everyone looks at everyone else mm. and they see everyone just forming friendships out of the blue. Everyone has friends everywhere. It just looks like it works for everyone else. Right. And it's just not the case. Uh, mm. Studies are actually very scary when you look at it in, in how massive the numbers are of people saying they don't even have one close friend. And, and I think uh, studies in the States say that mm. about 36% of all adults show serious signs of loneliness. Mm. Wow. I think it was 17% it's of all much. men don't have one single friend. 17 of all American yeah. males don't have 
I'm pretty sure that was the numbers. And, and it's just crazy when you dig into it. And even when you then dig, dig a little bit deeper and we talk about what is a real friend. Mm. And it's not just someone to go to a, to a match with. It's not just someone to watch a movie with or, or play around with. But it's actually someone that you would call on the days when you hate yourself a little bit, that they're allowed to be in that part of your life. Mm. And then most people go like, oh, no, I don't have those kind yeah. of friends. It's, <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's, the, it's the kind of friends where you don't have to clean up for them to come. Oh, wow. Like we talk about, like we're cleaning up right now. We have things everywhere. The kind of friends where you can do that with your flat, but also with yourself. When you sometimes feel, I'm just a mess mm. all over the place. And you just invite them in and you know, you're not going to be judged. Right. You're just going to be loved. Mm. They're not, they're not going to try to see you as a mental case they need to fix. <laughs> no, that's so true. And I think it's, it is so important to have those like genuine, like, you could call them at two o'clock in the morning and be like, Hey, I'm having a moment and I really need you, whether that be Mm -hmm. like to come over or like, just sit with me on the phone for like two hours. And I think having those friendships are so important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually shows that it's not just important for your well-being, uh, like mentally, it's, it's important for your physical health. It actually shows that it's, it's it's worse for you not to have friends than it is to have a a drinking disorder it's worse than being obese it's Mm -hmm. actually so unhealthy not to be in it we are created for fellowship as human Mm -hmm. beings it's just embedded in our dna and it's it is so fun when we dig into it and and the thing about friendships as well is it it's not just about having friends it just spills over in every sphere of your life once this kind of settles in people just get better at their jobs people just become better parents they become better spouses all things just kind of work together once you master these simple skills that we teach people and and it's it's really so fulfilling for us as well to see people Mm. go wow I never knew and it's so simple it's hard (laughs) but it's simple yeah um but once people realize it it is so fulfilling so Mm. we absolutely love what we get to do that's awesome. And I love the fact that you guys are like so passionate about it. I can just see uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. Cause I, I love, like, I love connecting with people. I love podcasting. That's like my thing that I've kind of just grown into enjoying. But when I see other people super passionate about things, like it fires me up to just like, <laughs> I get so excited. Like in this topic, I'm super intrigued about because like you said, it's so important to have those people that are like so close to you mm. and, and I guess how to get to that point. Mm. So, so let me like, just say a situation and what you guys think about it. So say mm. someone moved to a new state or country, mm. um, and you know, they're, they're at work and they're kind of connecting with someone, one of their coworkers, um, mm. And they don't really know how to like bring it to the next step, meaning like to start hanging out or, you know, go get coffee Mm. or go to dinner. How would you like advise them to kind of bring it to just, you know, not just a coworker, but like an actual friend? Mm. Yeah. I think first off, I would start by investing a little more into the conversations. We are conversation nerds Mm -hmm. because we have so many conversations that don't bring us closer, Mm. but conversations have the potential to bring us so much closer. So even at work, starting asking a little deeper questions because that's gonna test the waters for the relationship. We say there are three levels that you need to ask questions on because with any situation, 
there's there's the situation in itself. You can hear about the weekend, how it's gone, like what happened, what did you do? But you can also start asking about what are the emotions, what are your thoughts about what was going on? Mm. And then underneath your emotions and your thoughts about what's going on is your core values or the story about who you want to be and your identity. Mm. For example, at work, if someone gets a promotion, Mm-hmm. one person might be really happy about it so you have the promotion that's the situation the emotion is really happy because they think that's going to give them the next step in their life because they have an identity or some values around wanting to progress and get a leadership position mm. but you could have another person who gets the same promotion who's really scared and nervous because they have some core values around life work balance and they might know that I'm introverted. I'm not that good at being around people all the time. Mm, So same situation, totally different stories. Mm. And if we don't dig into the layers, we don't get to know each other. So just starting with that at work or wherever you meet people, it could be parents at your kid's school or whatever, just going a little deeper will test the waters for who could potentially be your future friends. I love that. That makes perfect sense too, because I actually recently got a new coworker probably almost a year ago Mm. and we, so we work from home. And so this is a funny situation. So I Mm. met her like the first week she started working because we had like a a work barbecue Mm. at at my boss's house. And so that was like the first time I met her and I, and we just kind of vibed. Like we were just, Mm. we had common interests. She's actually like a little bit younger than me, but like, in my eyes, age is only a number when it comes to friends. Like, I think Mm -hmm. as long as you guys, you know, have fun and enjoy each other's conversations. And so from then we'd kind of just talk, you know, on messenger at work, we're in meetings together every once in a while. But I finally, just the other day, actually, I was like, Hey, like, cause we chat all the time. And like, she started to open up to me. I kind of started to open up to Mm -hmm. her and we would like text each other sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I finally was like, hey, why don't we just like go out for dinner? And I was almost like nervous about it because I was like, oh my God, what if she doesn't want to? Or what if she like doesn't really like me? Or like, it can be weird, like asking someone, you're like, is this normal? But no, it totally is because you want to build new connections. And I think when you work with someone, right, you're, I mean, not me personally, because I work from home, but like you're with them all the time, you're you know, you, you have that commonality of work, but then it's like other things that you can find in common. And Mm -hmm. we went out for dinner and we had like such a blast. We ended up going shopping after. And like, we both were like, okay, we need to hang out again because it was a time. And, and Mm. that was like, and I think she's going to be like my new friend that is, I think Mm. I'm really close to because Mm. we have all those, you know, similarities and Mm. it's just such a blast to be with. And like, I can get into those deeper topics yes Mm. and I think testing the waters with that is Mm. such a good way to start like you know Mm. just bring up some stories maybe from like your past or something that you've been through and kind of see Mm. how they react because I think Mm. I'm a super open person so I'll tell Mm -hmm. anyone anything (laughs) we do (laughs) yeah as long as the other person receiving it is fine with it if they're like overwhelmed Mm. and like I feel like I'm oversharing then I'll pull back Mm. like if they're open to like chatting about anything I'm like all right here it all is like let's go (laughs) love that and I think I think you're 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 hitting it 
right on the nail in the terms of the anxiety or the 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 frightness that comes into asking someone out and and we we call it friendship dating for that reason Mm -hmm. alone because we we see so many similarities and and people smile about friendship dating can you call that that's really what it is because there's so many similarities to it and 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 back to why actually a core pillar in what we teach our clients is actually listening and asking Mm -hmm. questions because if we don't actually go to a deeper level with both listening and questions, we will just stay where we're always at. We'll just end up always talking about Ukraine or COVID or something. I don't know if you guys talk about <laughs> Ukraine, but we do at least. No, definitely. Or the weather, even, even worse, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the thing is, it's actually proven that those do not in any way bring you closer to a friendship. You need to mm. go a step deeper and, and it can be a little bit uncomfortable. And, and we actually always, it, it sounds a bit weird, but prepare a few questions. Prepare the questions you want to talk. And it's not like these awkward movies where people are sitting there with cue cards, but it actually does make a difference that you actually decided on beforehand, what are my two or three questions that are deeper that I want to try out? Because then you're mm-hmm. sure to not just go in the same rut. And uh, well, what about that Putin guy? <laughs> so, because you are a little bit scared and you are a little bit on a stress level. So, yeah. so we have a long list of practical things to think about before the first friendship day, just to kind of get the anxiety out of the way and just go and enjoy it. So it is very practical, yeah. but it's also very powerful. <laughs> wow, I love that. And Janae, I loved how you said that you talked about wanting to be friends. Yes, so because that's one of the things we say to people as well. Oh, really? Because, mm, yes. Yeah, really. Because you can try for a year to become friends with someone, not knowing, trying to mind read and guess, and do they want to? And and this is rejection. Don't they want to be friends? Like this can be so big in our heads, right? Mm, right. And so it might, now it came natural for you guys, and that's amazing. But even if it doesn't come natural, risking the rejection Mm. of saying, hey, I want to be your friend. If the person then goes no, Mm. well, at least you're not spending the next 10 months figuring out the no by mind reading. You can actually move on to someone else. So if we're like you, like you pursue when you want a spouse, Mm. it's okay to pursue friends as well. But also realize, don't spend too long on people who don't want to be your friend. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't have to happen naturally and don't talk about it. Like we have this image, it happens because we have our childhood and our college time maybe, <laughs> where it just kind of happened. Mm. But actually be intentional around it. Because then you can also say, okay, so we, we said we want to be friends, but you're not texting me back. Help me understand it better. Right. You can lean into those misunderstandings Mm. because you're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about wanting to be friends. Well, when I don't take you back, this means this. Mm. Mm. And if you haven't talked about it, then the other person might just go, are we trying to be friends? I just thought we were just hanging out. Right. 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 Yeah. I love that. And that just like jogged my memory of like, so say someone is, you know, one person wants to be their friend, but then, the other person's like no and the rejection and and yeah and I think your point too at least you didn't waste your time like hanging out with this person and getting to know them and then they're kind of mm-hmm. like oh well I don't really like you or <laughs> I don't really want to be your friend um I just think it can be so it's hard like to to yes. put yourself out there but I think yeah and if you get a great connection and and you can hang out with them and trust this person and depend on them mm-hmm. I think that's 
that's what we want right and yeah. I think I, I also do think that there's so many different types of friends. Like there's the friends that I could depend on. Like we were talking about the 2 a.m. people that you can yeah. call at any time, mm-hmm. right? Those are like, those are like my core best friends. And then mm-hmm. I have friends that like, yeah. we can go out with all the time and just hang out mm-hmm. and just have so much fun. And just like, I still can depend on them. Mm-hmm. And then I have like my friends from a long time ago, like childhood, mm-hmm. right? That one of my best friends um I've known her since middle school and it's like same thing I can depend on her you know we don't talk every day per se but like mm-hmm. you know I could still depend on her and then exactly. and then I think there's I'm trying to think of all the layers of like yeah, and then yeah, we, yeah. Actually, have we have my... six layers in ours the way we made it up at least um, oh really okay yeah. <laughs> that's cool and then yeah. I think there's like the old party friends that like you used mm. to hang out with that like I don't really talk too much anymore but they're just like you know they're acquaint they're more like acquaintances yeah, yeah. exactly yeah mm. and I think the point is they all have value yeah, absolutely we need and you all can layers. all have you can have valuable connections with all of them mm. right like even we're talking now we have not met in real life we've only just talked for what half an hour now but we can still have a meaningful connection that can bring us value or bring us energy or new inspiration in our lives Mm. right so all the layers matter Mm. and i think that's one of our things as well like we get nourished as humans we need the social connect connectedness Mm. we don't only need contact contact is not connection (laughs) right (laughs) It, it really isn't but we need to feel connected Mm. but the connection on all the levels actually matters and brings us healthier relationships and all because if we only get all our needs met from our close friends Mm. like if you have a burden too it's like saying to your husband or your spouse like yeah you're the one who needs to fulfill all my needs social needs that's a bit heavy right (laughs) yes oh my gosh I I actually did a podcast with this woman that was talking about that. She's mm-hmm. actually in like a non-monogamy marriage. So oh, she, wow. it was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she kind of expressed how like she can't depend on her husband for every single desire and need that she wants. So like mm-hmm. there's certain things that she will go and outsource essentially. And it yeah. was very interesting. I've never yeah. like. I've never heard someone really talk about it, but it was very interesting. It's not for me personally, but like, mm-hmm. go ahead and go at it. If yeah, it's working yeah, for yeah. you and your marriage, that's cool. Yeah. But it is very interesting. And I do think, and also I think going, kind of talking about the subject reminds me of like, you have your friends that like you do certain things with. I think that's another mm-hmm. layer to it, right? Definitely. Like there's those friends that you can like hang out, like you were saying, hang out in your mess and just like watch mm-hmm. TV and chat. And then mm. there's those friends that are like, okay, you know what? I want to like go out and go out to dinner and grab some drinks and maybe meet mm. other new people, right? Mm. Um, and then I, I don't know, I guess there's friends that like maybe you go shopping with. Like I, I love shopping. So I guess that's <laughs> one of my thoughts, but um, there's so many different situations, I think, right? Yeah. That you can mm. do with your friends. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's, it's, it's important also to put that out there that, that when we talk about the whole thing about being in a, in a relationship with a spouse or a boyfriend girlfriend thing it, it is so healthy to understand that the meat is not the only place and mm. actually it, it 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 shows that the the purpose you get from having friendships outside of it strengthens the relationship you're in in the marriage 
So for me, I, I, I think outsourcing sounds a little bit hard, <laughs> but but there is there is definitely something to it, and 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 you know what she's talking about when she says outsourcing. But it is like that, and and even though we are best friends and we do everything together, when once like once in a new moon I may say something stupid, and she needs to be able to go and bend to the girlfriends and right, and just say right. Simon did the stupidest thing, help me go over and beat him up or whatever the solution may the more be. Help me understand when I'm not in my emotions. Mine was funny. Yeah, but just <laughs> but yeah. I like to talk to them yeah. about. I just exactly. I'm a verbal processor. Mm. I need my friends to talk things yes. through. With. Exactly. That is so and, true. And he only has two years, so he can't handle anymore all the time. That's and we have so two true. kids who talk a lot as well. So <laughs> that's important too of having people to trust and talk to mm. and really value their opinion. Mm. So yeah. let's get into that a little bit. Sure. So, I mean, what do you recommend? Like, say someone's a really good friend, you know, I'm I'm going through a hard moment in my life and I kind of express that to them and they're really not listening they're really kind of being judgmental and you kind of feel like they're going to like go and blab it to the world mm-hmm. what would you oh, wow. recommend like someone doing in that situation you need the relationship talk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it sounds a little bit kinky again right or a little bit weird to say it like that but yeah. but I think sometimes our problem with friendships is we don't take them as serious as we do the committed relationship. And that mm-hmm. means that some of these talks either destroy it or, or well, yeah, we never get to take them and the, the friendships then just disappear because it sounds like there were some boundaries or some, some values that didn't align. Mm-hmm. Because yes. if, if I c- confided in, in confidence with someone and they would blob about it, well, yeah, that's not a friend I want to have. No, no. that's a destroyer. <laughs> but to be honest, if we never had the talk, you, you could kind of say, well, how would they know? I mean, about sure. talking in confidence, most people would know. But, but mm-hmm. honest, honestly, we are so different as people. So what is vulnerable for me may not at all be vulnerable for the other person. Mm-hmm. So they may think you're sharing some of the most natural thing in the world helena has a completely different idea about what is vulnerable than i do because i'm so open yeah like i'll just share i don't care and and so there there could be those kind of misunderstandings that i i shared my i I poured my heart out and you would tell someone else and they're like oh was that a big thing i didn't Mm, know so sometimes it's just down to the misunderstandings and that's really one of the things we we teach our clients as well to understand how different we are as people and how different we work so to have the relationship talk is so important like what is my expectations of you in the good way and what can you expect from me and it may sound a little bit unsexy but it is so beneficial and it will strengthen that friendship so much more uh, afterwards. Uh, but yeah, the, the relationship yeah. talk. <laughs> That's like good advice. I also think what we say is don't ever end up there in the mm-hmm. sense that don't oh. wait to ask for help or share until you really need it. Mm-hmm. You have to practice these things. Mm-hmm. You have to practice, you have to share a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little bit more. Don't go from zero to a hundred and one go. Yes. Because then if someone shares something that's not as vulnerable, you can then address it and talk about how you want to be met. Mm, Right. One of the things we also say is don't give good advice. Acknowledge people's emotions, ask them what's going on, and then you can ask if they want your advice or your perspective because we tend to be some, like a lot of us, we are action takers, right? So we just need to, I can fix you. And that's not what we need. 
That's so nice. But it's the whole practicing and actually doing it because we tend to wait sometimes mm. also with asking for help because when we can't when we really need it mm. but that when we haven't built the relationship where we help each other it can be even more vulnerable to do it mm. and we don't know how the other person's going to receive it mm. right and also with sharing if we built that i share a little bit more a little bit more we talk about how we receive each other's vulnerability we get to know each other's mm. vulnerability we get to know what you need to hear and what you don't then when i come sharing something big they know yeah yes and so that, we need to practice when we don't need it right that that makes perfect sense because it is like a give and take and mm-hmm. kind of understanding how that person receives advice or you know feedback in any sort of way because yeah. I do think another layer to this is when you do share something big or you know something you're going through whether that be good or bad I mm-hmm. think when you go to certain friends you'll get different feedback right there's a friend that's like gives you really really good advice and you always go to them and then there might be the friend that's like they're logical but they're almost like they they put the perspective in your eyes but then they also whoever you're in a argument with or like a you know something Mm. like that they kind of play devil's advocate right and so there's different advice that you want from different friends. Right. And Mm. I think that's important too. If it's something big that you're like, I really need some input on this and I Mm. need to go to this person and this person and this person and gather all the thoughts and, and kind of see like, okay, what am I going to do here? Yeah, Um, definitely. So what do you guys like, what is the most common questions um, that your clients ask you? Would you say? Most common question. That was a question. (laughs) (laughs) I think one thing is just how do I even start? Yeah. (laughs) The whole that it's not a personality thing to create friendships. It's Mm. a skill set. Yeah. It is. And that's one of the things we talk a lot about is it's social skills you need to learn. It's there's nothing wrong with you. You are not boring. You are not unlikable. Mm. It is a matter of learning some skills. Mm. And I know that because I've had to learn those skills and practice really hard. Mm. Um, But also because we see it in all the people that we work with. So Mm. that's at least that often people don't even know that they can change the situation Mm. when it's hard. They think, okay, I just have to live with it being hard for me. Mm. And I think really and it sounds a little bit harsh but so often people are like what's wrong with me it's like mm, no 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 no, yeah. no there's nothing wrong that. yeah and and, mm. and what do I do because I'm an introvert and, and again oh, yeah. it's like but well, that's got nothing to do with it that's mm-hmm. a misconception again that introverted get less friends than extroverted we even heard one say at one point it's it's for introverted to get friends they have to wait for an extroverted to fall in love with them and be their friend it's like no you're so wrong it's right really got nothing to do with it it's not a personality I'm kind of introverted. Thing. <laughs> and it, it's 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 just so not it. it it is it is skills it is skills that everyone can learn mm-hmm. and and it's yeah. just it's just a misconception about the personality types it's really not it yeah. and then i think another aspect is the whole needs being hurt is it okay that i actually have expectations in the friendship is it okay that i actually address when there's something wrong the whole that that conflict for us is like conflict is a road to a deeper friendship 
Mm. Absolutely. I don't think you get those really deep friendships without going through some hard stuff. Oh my God, I can't agree more. And it's not because it's easy to have friends when you talk about everything that's wrong with everybody else. Mm. But when the rubber hits the road, that's when you talk about each other. Mm. And that's why it gets really well. And I know that from experience as well. Like my best friends are the ones I've had the largest, longest conflicts with. I've had longer conflicts with my friends than I've had with Simon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that builds you stronger, right? Your friendships are probably strong because you've been through good times, hard times, sad times. Like, yeah, definitely. And, and we have people that, like, I have friends, we're committed for life. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a ring on her finger, but she does have it in her nose. Yeah. And it's yes. fun. We gave her She's a ring just... on her nose. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. When you were, when you were talking about expectations, mm-hmm. do you think it, it's, do you recommend it being okay to have expectations in friendships? Like, oh, yes. Like that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so important. Definitely. We, we even had it with some friends of ours the other day. They're moving to the town uh, from, from Norway to, to Denmark, and, and, yeah. and they didn't want to be a bother. And while they were still in the transition, and well, we don't want to be a burden, like, no, you should be a burden. You yeah. should ask me for it. If you couldn't ask me, who could you ask? And, and I think that's just on a practical thing. And it's very Danish. And, and I'm, I, I wrote the book on not wanting to be a burden. Uh, cool. <laughs> but I think it's, it's such a core thing to actually let go of that and be vulnerable enough to say, you know what? I need something in this yeah. relationship. And, and especially for men, we don't like that. We were notoriously oh, yeah. bad at this. <laughs> And, and we need to step out of that comfort zone. We need to step out of the idea that men are islands who can do anything. Uh, and and I just self, yeah. And, and, and to be honest, I don't think men want to be an island. I just think most men don't know, not, don't know how not to be an island because yes. stepping into that and what are the tools and, and how do I get there? And, and again, being vulnerable is, is seen as a weakness where it's the opposite. And, and so it, Again, yeah, being vulnerable and having the expectations that I need something in a relationship. Yeah, if you don't, it's probably not that deep of a relationship. You're probably not that close friends if, mm-hmm. if you don't then have those buddies. kinds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like, such a good friendship. You can't have friendships if you don't support each other. No. And it's just, it's not a friendship. You can no. be buddies, you can have fun, yeah. you can be colleagues. That is but, so, so yeah. Because I definitely have expectations in, in my friendships. And mm-hmm. one of my girlfriends recently had an issue with one of her friends and she kind mm. of brought it up to me and she was like, am I, am I wrong for having expectations? And like, mm. you know, mm. she went through the situation that was very, very hard on her and the friend mm. never checked in on her, you know, just mm. never mm. called or gave her a text, like just nothing. Right. And me, I kept on texting her literally every day, like checking mm. on her. Like that's just kind of how I am because mm. I think there are those friends that you really do want to check in on and make sure that they're okay. And, mm. you know, how's everything going and blah, blah, blah. I'm more of like the checker, check in. Mm. On. I don't even yeah. know how to say that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think certain people want that, right? They want mm. to be checked in on. They want to talk about their issues. But then I do have some friends that they're like, nope, I don't want to talk about it. I want to leave it alone. Like when I, if I do want to talk about it with you, I'll, I'll let you know, but there's some friends that, you know, it's, it's different. And I think the expectation is, okay, we have a boundary Mm. that, you know, I'm not going to share that right now because it's so fresh in my 
situation and I'm not ready to talk about it. And I respect that boundary. And mm. then you have those friends that are like, okay, I, I would love for you to, you know. Yeah. And that's why we need to talk about it. Yeah. That's why we need to talk about what we need rather than hoping people will read our minds. Yeah. Right. And, and I think there's also definitely the issue that for the people who say, I don't want to talk about it, not to judge anyone, not to point fingers, but they are missing out. Yeah. And, and, and you know that. I know that because that's how I that. live. I think I realized the problem for me was when one Friday night, one of my uh, college buddies, she actually came up to me and, and you know what it is with, with kids and drunk people, they, they tell you the truth, right? <laughs> yes. And she came up and, and she, she said, Simon, everyone just loves you and people come for you for advice and people want to be with you. And then it's like everyone around here knows who you are. But does anyone really know you? And she was completely right. And it just dawned on me in that second that I kept everyone at bay because I never wanted to be the one to, to receive the help. I, I grew up with older brothers who kind of had issues here and there. So I kind of, I functioned like a self-cleaning oven. I, I, always, <laughs> I always took care of my own things. And I always had the idea that I didn't want to be a burden and I just wanted to fix my own things. But it limited the uh, the level of the friendships that I mm. was in at that point and and it it was kind of not kind of it was like the eye-opener for me and, and luckily it was literally two weeks after we started dating that this girl said it to me and I think it was, such, <laughs> it was such a blessing for our relationship because I decided then and there that if Helena was going to be my significant other if she was going to be someone I actually wanted to go a long time with then I had to change. And I remember the first time being on the phone with her and I knew I, I didn't want to talk about this. And now I choose to either ignore it or say it and probably just start crying because I'm so upset. And I decided to do it and I poured my, my eyes out. <laughs> but it, it was a massive change in our relationship. Or No, for me, it was a change and it was the beginning of our relationship, really. Um, but yeah, to the point. If you never receive and you are always the one saying, I don't want to talk about it, you will miss out on the depth mm. of relationships. And so that's kind of the provoking thing as well. I want to say, if you always feel like you're the one saying, oh, I can't really and I don't want to. Yeah, it is vulnerable. It, it is a it is hard to step into that, but you are missing out and you mm. are actually missing out on the fact that someone will catch you. And yeah. the feeling when someone actually catches you, when you dare to be vulnerable enough to not have it all figured out, that's like the best feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. and, and if you never get it, sure, you won't ever get hurt because sometimes people don't catch you and that sucks. Mm -hmm. But when they do and the strength of that friendship deepens, that's just, it's undescribable. So, so you're kind of missing out on the good and the bad by not going there. But the strength is just it's undescribable yeah. yeah and what you get out of it is so much more fulfilling mm -hmm. and brings you joy and gives you confidence to step out in who you are yeah. rather than staying behind your shield mm. and not daring to really live life and you know, we are created for this kind of connection mm. i love that advice that's so that makes perfect sense because you're right when someone's you know it is hard to be vulnerable at times mm -hmm. but i think when you are there's so much to gain from that right yeah Definitely. And, and that's, and that can be a hard thing, but I think like you guys were talking about practice, mm. practice doing it, like, 
start small like maybe you'll you're vulnerable with like a small thing that you tell you know a friend and then kind of build it up I think that's fair too of just go at it slowly and kind of get yourself more comfortable to the idea of being vulnerable I think that's actually a really good way to to get used to it right and and just acknowledging also that as people we have good seasons and we have bad seasons. There is yeah. no way around it. There are good seasons and bad seasons. And as Elena said earlier, if we decide in the good seasons what kind of friends we want to be when the bad seasons come around, it may seem a little bit weird to talk about it in the good seasons, but deciding in the good season, do, do we want to be the kind of friends that actually run to each other when when the hits the fan, right, <laughs> when everything right. is burning, or don't we? To have that talk in the good season when 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 I'm not in a crisis will help because now I actually know I have the card to run to you when it is. And it seems a little bit weird. Shouldn't that just be natural? Shouldn't friends just be the ones who come when you don't ask for it? Those kind of cliches? Sure, for some it works. But what if you just took the talk? And what if you just said, you know what? I would love for you to be that friend. Do you want me to be that kind of friend for you? And, and when then the bad season comes, because it will, then you know. Yeah, because there's so much misunderstanding in that. Like, I thought we were good friends, but you thought we were acquaintances. Yeah. I thought we had that and the other way around. Sure. Yes. Just practical advice if you want to start being vulnerable, actually framing, I'm sharing something that's a little vulnerable, saying that to your friend. Yeah. Yeah. It has two effects. First, it gives you, it's just a little bit easier to lean into. Mm. Yeah. Totally. But also, your friend knows that they need to pick up. <laughs> they need to open yes. the air. You're sending the flag. So the chances that it's yeah. received well mm. and understood as something vulnerable. And mm-hmm. even like last night, we had a conversation where I went, Simon, I said this to you. You should know by now this is really vulnerable for me. Right. I'm live recording, babe. <laughs> and so even 40 years into a relationship, 12 years into a marriage, we still misunderstand this when, mm. when we don't frame it. Yeah. So yeah. we can't expect that people know what's vulnerable for us. Mm. So it gives us the freedom to share and it gives whoever is receiving a better chance of receiving it well. So good. That so framing. I that. love that. I'm going to use that tip. That is so powerful because that's so true sometimes or I don't know if you guys I'm sure technology I mean I could have a whole spiel on just technology on its own but just like yeah. you're you know you're hanging out at dinner or just hanging out at the house with your significant other and they're on their phone right and you're trying mm-hmm. to tell them something and you're like hello like <laughs> I'm right here you know like that and that can be hard especially when you're trying to express something that you want mm-hmm. them to listen to so I mm-hmm. think saying hey I'm about to tell you something x y and z Mm. letting them know framing it I think is such a good idea that's that's also a tough thing of technology can get in the way a lot I mean it's it can be nice it can be a great way to connect with people FaceTime you know Mm. calling texting but I think I think phones can be so distracting when you're trying to get to know someone, whether that be in a relationship or a friendship. Like mm-hmm. I can't stand when I'm out to dinner with my girlfriend and she's on her phone. Like mm-hmm. it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like when I'm at dinner with anyone, unless I'm like showing them like a picture of something, yeah. I'll take on my phone. But I always have my phone in my purse because I think it's disrespectful to have your phone on the table. Like, and you're just glancing at it constantly when something comes up. It's like, I think the respect of putting your phone in your pot or in your pocket or whatever in your purse 
it, it's like the respect. I mean, that's just for me personally. I love mm-hmm. when people can just be present and be, you know, in the moment and not have to worry about what's on their phone. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's a tough one. What do you guys? Yeah. It's a, that's well, a it's tough an, conversation. And it's another one, right? It's the, the another one for the alignment. It's the unsexy talk, but yep. just bringing it out there saying, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I would love for us to just be here. And, and once again, it could very well be that her babysitter had just texted and she didn't want to bother you with it. So she was actually kind of anxious about the phone, but you're not a mind reader and she didn't tell you. And so there can be so many different things, but again, like, you know what, can I just be honest? I would love for us to just be in it and phones for some reason, it may just be me, but they bother me. I'm sorry to say it. That conversation can be a game changer in the terms of how you actually connect from now on, because you dare to say, it may just be me. I, I may be foolish, but it bothers me. And I'm sorry. Yeah. To, to kind of keep it on your own side and say, this is how I am. How are you with that? Is that is that something we can talk about? Right there again, you just took a deep dive into the friendship mm. instead of just staying up here and, and pretending like she should know what you think and she and the other way around. So it's it's really back again to the whole thing about talking about these things, taking yourself and the friendship serious enough that you actually take the conversation. Because if you don't, at some point, you're just not going to call her next time. I don't want to sit eating dinner with her phone. So, right. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and again, framing here is actually a master tool of going, I really want us to have this amazing time where we connect deeper, we get to know each other better. Mm. And then even asking, so how, how does that work for you? What, mm. what does that entail for you? Mm. And then once sh- she shared or he shared, you can go, well, for me, that means this. Mm. It means putting away our phone because it distracts me. Mm. And, and so first, like you, you frame it, you say what your intention is, you become curious. And then you can bring on your side because that really just also sets you up for a win in this conversation, but that could be anything. Mm. And even when you lean into conflicts and needs and friendships, it's like, mm. I'm, I'm actually addressing this because I want to be your good friend. So I'm saying the hard stuff because I want to be your friend. So, good. so what just happened there? Let me hear it. <laughs> and yeah. then you can go, well, for me, I interpret it. And I love how you say that. It's like, we can go, you were such a... <laughs> Just say, get it out of here. Sorry. Sorry. Or we can go. You can swear. You, can swear. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> or you can say, hey, I interpreted as this, or mm. I felt this, or I experienced this. Mm. So I can own my reaction to the situation, or yeah. I can accuse you of being the bad one. Yeah. Right. And owning it, owning our own shit. Mm. That's yes. friendships as well. That's Only when we're the ones who interpret things wrong mm. or just behave wrong or oversensitive, because yes. we all do drama, honestly. And that goes for men as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Um, so I have one question that I'm very curious about, because I feel like so many people talk about this. And a lot of people say that men and women cannot just be friends. What do, what do we think about that? Uh, Wrong. <laughs> have you no, guys I, anything else? <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I think we have this idea down the line that oh, it's always going to be about sex and, and right, right. Care. Um, and I do think we have an unhealthy view of of genders sometimes that that mm-hmm. kind of pushes that away, and and we at a certain extent, no, you can't just do it. 
you need right. to find out what it what it looks like. But Helena has a great friend, and and they've been together for they've been in each other's life longer than I've been part of it. We and, met when we were sixteen. Mm, wow, so that's like we've never dated years. at all. <laughs> it's definitely possible. I think it is, but there's got to be a, a, a massive amount of trust. And that's the thing, because there was issues in this. His former wife had a big issue and she was insecure <laughs> about Helena. Mm. And so that actually meant for a while that they didn't see each other as much and even for times didn't at all. Um, but his current uh, girlfriend is absolutely she amazing. Me. That's amazing. <laughs> she's, she's fantastic. And, and, and I nothing but love for Krillis. So often Krillis and Helena goes out and so they would meet maybe four out of five times. It's just the two of them. And then yep. the one time we all four go out and it's perfectly good and it's fine because I know what they have of history. Mm. Uh, right. Long story short, he, he knew Helena from before Helena lost uh, her mother. And so there's some stories. He in knows that. all my mess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there's something that he can give that I can't give. Mm. Just, just the fact of time. Mm, that right. I just haven't been in the story that long and, and I still have my babies with you yes so don't <laughs> but I wouldn't want to rob her of that either because he's mm. an amazing guy yeah. and and right. I think it's also because people mistake intimacy for romance right mm. because we we are taught in our society that we honor the romantic relationship so much and we don't value the friendships in the same way so we think that those two if I have an intimate relationship with you, it must be romantic as well. Mm. Yeah. And I actually think that's wrong. We can have very intimate, deep relationships with people that are not romantic. Mm. Yes. That's and so when we think of it like that, it's like the romance, I have it right here in my marriage, right? Mm. That's right, all right. good. But the intimacy I can have many places. Mm. And it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl, as long as we both agree that this is an intimate relationship, not a romantic relationship. But I think a lot of men and women will also, because we're not used to having intimate relationships, as soon as we then get those deep intimate relationships, we kind of slide over into the romantic as well. Mm. And, and that's, that's sometimes where it gets confused as well, because what, what, why isn't one without the other and what I want it to be? And again, we're talking about these conversations like, realigning where are we actually going with this and is it uncomfortable to talk about that sure but is the the friendship worth it um because if you don't want to take that talk if you don't want to go down that road no well then you can't i'm then sorry you're in mind reader land <laughs> and you're in mind reader but you're not fair to your spouse or your girlfriend and, and or, or boyfriend because you're on risky territory because you may actually be going down leading someone down a line that you didn't want to or or taking it somewhere where that's just unhealthy but if you have the talk and you're actually having that kind of trust in the friendship and, 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 and in the relationship, well, then it's not a problem. But right. it takes hard work and it takes a lot of vulnerability and a lot of talks. Yeah. <laughs> and boundaries for sure. Like yeah, that. yeah. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. And respecting those. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You guys know your stuff. I love this conversation. <laughs> yeah. um, this has been so fun. So I do have a few listener stories um mm. of kind of how they met people so i think i just want to share those with you guys looking forward to doing them i know some of them are really cool so i was like "Ooh, like this is super interesting 
Um, so I got one that said they met through church, volunteering, farmers markets, and like volunteering at different things in their community. Um, so I thought that that was such a good idea, like really yeah. getting into, you know, I know that there's like Facebook groups and like different yeah. resources that mm. has those, you know, groups or like farmers market. I never would have thought of that to just like yeah. to them and, and meeting people, just finding like something mm. that you enjoy and, mm. and obviously other people will be there enjoying it. And so kind mm. of just connecting that way. So I thought mm. that that was super, super interesting. I never would have thought about farmer's markets. Um, and then I got one that said local members only clubs. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a lot of those here in the US. Um, it's kind of more of like, they have like different events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They have like car shows and they'll have like barbecues and um, they also have like a bar there. So you can kind of just go and hang out. But mm-hmm. um this person specifically, I know, um, they just have met so many different types of people, um, that they've gotten really close with them. And then they have them at like their house for gatherings and stuff. And they just have gotten really, really close. So that was a really cool one. Mm. Mm. Um, and then another one, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but Bumble is a dating app, but they mm-hmm. also yeah. have Bumble BFF. Have you guys heard of that yeah. one? Yeah. yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So That's great I, um, uh, this person wrote in and I, and I was like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. So I actually, cause I moved, I'm originally from Massachusetts, mm. uh, but I moved to New Hampshire, just the state right above. So it's not that far, but I don't really know too many people here besides like my boyfriend's friends. Mm. So I was like, oh, maybe I should go on there and then I can kind of start meeting local women mm. like around the yeah. area. So I, I was like, you know what? I might do that. And my, I kind of talked, I talked with it about my to my boyfriend because he was like why would you go on a dating app like we're together and I was like, no, no 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 I was like it's for finding female friends. <laughs> he was a little confused and I was like it's okay like I'll even do it together so you're like comfortable mm-hmm. and you see like I'm not on a dating app like it's literally to find female right. friends yeah, so good. I thought that that was a really good one mm-hmm. um, and then this one was so so interesting one of my friends, he moved actually to a new state recently. Um, and so he said that he has met so many people in different lines, like whether that like be a food truck or, you know, Aww. you're at a concert and you're in a big line waiting to get a drink or go to the bathroom even. Like, I feel like that was such a cool way because he's wow. not going and he just like started chatting with people. And he was like, yeah, I've met so many people in different lines. And I was like, that is <laughs> interesting so he's a go-getter I love it yeah so that one was very very interesting um and then one of my girlfriends moved to Hawaii actually because her husband is in the military so she said when moving to a new city join Facebook groups and start meeting Mm. people in real life so she's a photographer so she's gone to a lot of photographer friends and just like joining those types of groups Mm. like you you know the in-person like the farmer's market but then Mm use your resources for other types of groups that's mm, good definitely yeah. no and and if we were to put in our two cents in this whole thing um I, you said it perfectly in the beginning saying age is just a number we sometimes limit ourselves saying oh i need someone around my age but mm-hmm. please set that aside for a second if you're looking for friends and then the next thing people often say well we need similar interests 
And I love to challenge that as well. Maybe set that a little bit aside because the thing about age and interest is it will only take you so far. It, it may not mean that there is a connection at all. You actually want to take it a, a level deeper. Again, you want to go down to like the root. What is my values? What are my core beliefs? What are, what are the things that makes me wake up in the morning with a smile on my face thinking about it? And if you share those kind of things, the, the, the chances of a deeper friendship is so much bigger. And, and But getting yourself out there, finding people in farmer's markets, going and finding people where these values are aligned. Yes, please do. But have a little bit of a higher standard than just H- and we both like badminton. We like situations. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have to have kids because I have kids. Right. No. <laughs> and and so, so and we we would even say like if if we we have a dream of, of moving abroad for a couple of years, moving closer into a, to your time zone. Yeah. <laughs> we're dreaming of maybe moving to a Spanish speaking country just to dig into that culture that is so different from ours, learning a new language and just uprooting ourselves and digging in deep. But if we, if we were to do that, we would, without a doubt, look for people with similar uh, values. And, and we, yeah. we love going to church. So, of course, church is one of them. If, if church is not your thing, now then, Helena and myself, we're entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs are a little bit weird, but mm -hmm. they have a, a similar way of thinking. Oh, so totally. we would definitely look for entrepreneur groups. We would definitely... And that would be purpose purpose-led entrepreneur groups. Yes, For someone people who wants, want to make a difference in the world. Yes. NGOs, something mm. like that. Because Fine. that aligns with our values. Exactly. I wouldn't go to mom groups. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love my kids, but they're so not the center of my life. No. Right. It's, it's, like, it's I love them to death, but it's like mom is not my primary title. I or love, identity. I love that because I think a lot of women they think oh I only I can only be friends with people who have kids because they understand and we can bring our kids together but it's like you also need other friends that aren't that because you're going to learn different things from them right like yeah you know we have our single friends but then we also have a ton of our friends that have children and then we have single friends it's like mm. and I loved the age comment too because I have friends that are like 60 I have friends that are in their early 20s you know mm -hmm. like I have a very yeah. wide variety of friends and it's like Jeez. it shouldn't be a limitation mm -hmm. truly Absolutely not. And, no, and we so should celebrate those differences because we learn so much and we grow right. when we have people around us who are different from us. Yeah. yeah and, and, and really, sometimes we limit ourselves. We find that like, these are my kind of people, but we just like yeah. shake, shake mm. that bag a little bit, maybe try to look a little bit outside of that. And, and we just find the common denominator is not age. It is not hobbies. It is not gender. It is values. It's ethics. It's morals. It's those kind of things that that kind of binds us together and not the other stuff. It just kind of falls in the background once you really connect around the deeper stuff. So that's definitely our two thoughts on that. Yeah. I love that. We, we, <laughs> say, we say that you, we impress people with our strengths, but we connect around our weaknesses. Yeah. Ooh, that's good too. Wow. We stole it. We stole it from Craig Rochelle, if yeah. you know him, but sorry, we stole it. Sorry, but we Connie, love it. you listening. Sorry. <laughs> love that. <laughs> And then I'm going to yeah. leave it with one more funny one, one more funny on. one. On. My friend said, be as wild and as outgoing as possible. If they accept you, they are your people. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. No, but that's, yeah, that's that would be our strategy as well. <laughs> right. If they yeah, accept you, are, they're, yourself. Yes. Yeah, they're you yourself. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you guys ready for a game? Yes. Let's Blue do it. Games. 
All right, let's do it. Okay, so the first one is, do you prefer pizza or pasta? Pizza. She was quick. <laughs> oh, oh, me too, me too. Yeah, you too. Pizza, pizza, definitely. Pizza, all right. Mm. Do you guys prefer coffee or smoothies? Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee. I know, I'm drinking Mom. coffee myself. Cheers. <laughs> Like we we brought our funny story. We had to drive on vacation for like eighteen hours. We have a small car. We had our two kids in the back seat and our espresso machine because we needed it for our vacation. Yes, that's the that's the. We didn't You're bring like, our smoothie maker. We brought our coffee machine. Nerds. That's important. That is important. <laughs> Sorry. Um, would you guys travel? rather travel for one year for free. Or be given $50,000 to spend on anything. Travel for one year for free. Definitely. Without a doubt what she said. <laughs> Love Definitely. it. If you can only online shop or in-person shop for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? You're good at online shopping. Probably online shopping, yeah. I don't, I'm not, yeah, really I don't want to spend that. the time on personal shopping even. Yeah. So. And, and I'm definitely a personal shopping. Yeah, I, I oh. love going around. Brown he loves years. going to IKEA. Do you know IKEA? Oh my god, I love IKEA. We celebrated his thirtieth birthday there because he loves it so much. You make it sound weird. That was a fantastic day. We got a lot of shopping done. It was amazing. Yes, nothing wrong with IKEA. That's a ama- That's an amazing birthday. I would be pleased to go to IKEA Thank for you. my birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I. It's so fun too to look at all like the little rooms. Oh. It's yes. so I need to go soon. It's so fun. <laughs> My kind of person. <laughs> um, would you rather like your body like outside temperature? Mm. Would you rather be cold forever? Like you could never get warm mm. or be hot forever. Like you're always sweating, you're always hot. Like I would sweat. I'd be I'd be cold. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find that in the same like no you find it the opposite in the same room i'm always cold he's always hot so that's probably why what is the temperature there right now is it what is it in fahrenheit it's uh right what what is that in fahrenheit it's about 17 degrees right now so that's celsius i can't remember what that is um we can google it is it summer summer or when when it's a when it's a really good Danish summer, it's thirty degrees. Um, but that's not the average. The it's average uh, is sixty two point six Fahrenheit. Oh, okay, yes. so, so we're about the same. It's yeah, degrees here, so a little bit colder mm-hmm. than you guys. We're moving towards summer these days, uh, and that's exciting. But for them. where we live in the summer, we have these nights where it doesn't get dark really, yeah. and it's like. So it's like we, we can sit outside until 11 o'clock at night and then it gets like dark-ish, mm. but it doesn't really get dark. And then four o'clock in the morning, the birds will start singing again and the sun will come up. The Danish summers, they are next to nothing. Yeah. Oh my, you're going to make me want to go travel there now. You should come, you should come. But Copenhagen is a great city. Definitely do the summers from, from October to February. Long. Yeah, don't go. You can, you can miss, skip that part. Yeah. Okay, good to yeah. know. We yeah. just have great, great rainy winters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, do you have more? <laughs> Who's winning, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather direct a music video or a movie? Movie. Yeah, me too. Movie. Movie. Mm. Very cool. This one is interesting. 
Would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything? Ooh, I like that. What's yours? Eyes. Yeah. Because I'm more visual. Hmm. I I absolutely love sounds. I'll, I'll go with sounds. Yeah, I and think we can combine. Oh, that's that, that's that's a life hack right there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. That's awesome. Cheater. <laughs> Would you rather wear sweatpants every day for the rest of your life or never be able to wear sweatpants ever again? Oh, oh. Easy. <laughs> I know what he's going to yeah, answer. Exactly. <laughs> I would probably go with never. Ever. Okay. Yeah. And it's not definitely go with never. Definitely never ever. I'm so vain. Yeah. yeah. He's the he's the most vain of the two of us. Like he'll yeah. be like, I can't, you can't wear that in public. Or you can't dress our kids like that in public. And I'm like, I don't care. It's being recorded, honey. Please don't say stuff like that. <laughs> no, it's so true. I'm I'm vain. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that is so I love it. Okay. Uh, have you guys ever been to the US by chance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where have you traveled to? What state? I've been all, all up and down the, the, the East Coast. I have relatives in, in Milwaukee and I lived for a while in, uh, in Michigan. And, uh, and so, but never on the West Coast, all, all up and down the East Coast. Yeah. I've been to Phoenix. We've only, we haven't traveled together. So mm. I've been to Phoenix and then I went to Chicago and some obscure little city down further south of Chicago where I had some friends. But I've been to Walmart four o'clock in the morning. Isn't well, that an American? You like, should. You should. Oh, Walmart's yeah. amazing. 100%. Though. Walmart's a great, great time. Yes, please. Um, okay. So I guess my question makes sense then. Mm-hmm. Would you rather, rather travel to California or Florida? Oof, that is a good question. Both of them are tropical-ish. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Probably because the Everglades are in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. I will probably go there. Mm. Very cool. We have a four-year-old just there. Sorry. Fine, it's totally fine. We're almost done. Um, and where would you travel to? London? I would definitely take. Uh, I'll go to LA. I definitely go yeah. for California because I haven't tried it before. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Now, would you rather have a personal chef or personal housekeeper? Housekeeper. Housekeeper. <laughs> we do not like uh, we, we, I, It's a good thing we only have a flat because we would never manage your house. Again, it's being recorded, babe. Don't say it. <laughs> the, the amount of time it takes for us to fix things and clean is like, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Awesome. But we do eat every day, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, do you prefer sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Hmm. No, no, I actually think no, sunset. I prefer the time of the day, but look, like, I prefer the time of the day of a sunrise, but I prefer looking at the sunset. Yes, that makes sense. I, I, I wish I wanted to be a sunrise kind of guy. I'm just so not the type for it. No, I wish not. I was up there early in the morning, but I'm not. No. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember the last time I saw a sunrise. <laughs> I the last time I saw one I was in Hawaii so I went in September and it was amazing but the time difference is six hours behind so I was exhausted by like 9 p.m I was up at like five six o'clock in the morning so I saw so many sunrises and they were gorgeous oh wow 
Highly recommend. in Hawaii, that sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> okay, the last one is, would you rather live by the ocean or a cabin in the woods? Ocean. 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 Mm-hmm. But I think it's also like Denmark is so tiny and we're islands. So living far from the ocean is, like, we've never done that. Yeah. Nobody lives further than an hour's drive from the ocean mm-hmm. in Denmark. Yeah. So it's just right there. So living without the ocean would, would just not make sense. And there's just something about looking at the horizon. I can feel it in my toes. Freedom. It's just, Amazing. I agree. But I do have a dream, though, of having a year in a, in a Canadian cabin and just trying the wild winter and just kind of feeling yeah. what that's like. Mm-hmm. I want to try it, but there's something about the ocean. You just, yeah creates life <laughs> it totally does oh my gosh well this was such a fun conversation yeah. I really to talk to you guys all day thank <laughs> you so much for sharing your vulnerable stories and just amazing advice I think people are going to absolutely love this episode so please tell everyone where they can connect with you guys yeah for yeah. sure um Simon and Helena we are that self-absorbed <laughs> Yeah, and then Helena with an E in the end. Yeah. So Helen, but with an E in the end. Simon and Helena. Right. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Yeah. And and then we actually have a community uh, of people geeking and seeking on friendships um, mm. where you can come and join us. And that's called the Authentic Friendship Network. And, and you can find that on Facebook as well. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a link uh, below yes. for it, but we'd love for you to come in there. And it's completely free. Come in and geek with us. And, and there you can connect with us. Yeah, we actually do weekly live trainings where we teach everything about friendships. And mm-hmm. we are also there if you have, if you want advice, if you have questions, mm-hmm. uh, just any situation, we're mm-hmm. just available for you as well. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm definitely going to join that group. Ooh, um, but thank you guys so much. It was such a pleasure having you both on the podcast and getting to know you. Yeah, Likewise. we loved it so much. Yeah. Loved connecting with you. Not just being in contact with you today, <laughs> but connecting. <laughs> it truly was such a pleasure to have Helena and Simon on today. I seriously could have talked with them for hours. Like they were just so genuine and awesome to talk to. It's so much good knowledge and they were just so open about all of you know, my conversations with them. And so I totally appreciated connecting with them. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you connect with them on their Facebook group. I will put it in the show notes. And you know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Also, please join my VIP Facebook group. It is called My Naked Mindsetters. It will also be in the show notes. And I hope you join along next week for another episode of My Naked Mindset. I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. Bye.